Forward Podcast, yeah. Yeah, man, there's nothing like the intro to an oldies tune. So beautiful. Gosh. And there's nothing like the voice of Etta James. And Etta, what would you like to say to us? Don't know why. Uh Uh-oh, she's got questions. There's no sun up. In the sky, mm-hmm. stormy weather. Stormy weather, in both the literal and figurative manner for Louisville City recently. Since my man and I, <laughs> uh oh, ain't Oh man, breakups, breakups suck. Keeps raining all the time. Yeah, man, it rained uh, in a figurative manner last Saturday. <laughs> oh, gosh. Man, it was brutal. Sacramento, but they got the win yesterday after that horrific downpour. Mm-hmm. Not really, though. I don't feel any gloom or misery for uh, racing right now. Solid start. Feeling pretty good about it, man. I don't know about you. Get it together. I got to get it together, too. I've been so lazy lately. Exactly. Oh, man. It's this weather, too. Just so awful recently. Get some sunshine going, man. A little vitamin D. That's what I need. I need vitamin D. Sorry there, Ed. I'm going to have to take you out of the mix here. (laughs) Anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Valla. I'm the host of the Center Forward Podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to professional soccer here in Louisville. That would be Louisville City FC as well as Racing Louisville and our men's and women's national teams. And I guess any other topic we choose to opine on or about or whatever. I hope that you used that word right. It's a a cool word. (laughs) Hopefully you're doing well. Hopefully you've dried off if you went to the match yesterday, because not on. That was crazy. <laughs> wow. But a much-needed win against a very game Lexington squad. Um, really did well for, for a team that's been around for such a short time. Was very impressed with them. And uh, racing's off this week, uh, but like we said, great start to the season. Looking forward to what's coming next for them. As always, we are on Podbean, iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share. The post-drenching love. <laughs> uh, let, how about this? How about we just move on? Ready? Five tings! That's right, folks. Who's ready for the fastest three minutes in NWSL slash USL slash men's women's team's national coverage? This is the only place in the universe you're going to get this. So you should feel special. Number five. Okay, that's enough. I've had it with the rain. I've had it with the wind. I've had it with tornado watches. I've had it with... Uh, being blown all over the parking lot because of the wind. I'm sick and tired. <laughs> can, we, can we get a nice day here? <laughs> Jeez Louise. Thankfully, thankfully, 66 and sunny is what they're saying for the game at 3 o'clock. Remember, early start this Saturday for the match against Detroit City. Very important one. Number four. Okay, that's really enough. What am I talking about? <laughs> talking about that debacle in, the, in Sacramento last Saturday. Come on. Come on. <laughs> let's not let's not let that happen again. And, and we're so spoiled, right? I mean, come on, we're not used to this. And, and you know, eight goals in two games conceded with not scoring one. Come on, we're not used to that, folks. So let's hope that doesn't come back. Uh, number three, silence is deafening. What am I talking about? This whole partnership with Apple and MLS to stream the games uh, on Apple's streaming product or streaming platform, whatever. Uh, apparently, rumors are starting to come out, not going real well. 
the, the word is about 40% of anticipated viewership for the matches. That is a problem because it came out last week too, or last month, that the Apple contract has an out clause in it. So let's keep an eye on it. Number two, another point, another step racing, getting it done in the second half specifically to get a draw against Washington. Um, and I'll tell you what, I, I am. I'm very happy for this team. I'm very excited to see what they're going to be. Uh, there's there's some really good stuff going on, and we're going to talk about that a little bit as well, of course. Um, and then number one, turning the tide. I say that with a question mark. We've got a win in El Blue Grassico. First time ever. Very impressed with Lexington. But we've got exactly what we needed. Uh, we needed to win that game. Start getting some positive feelings again. Start feeling good about this deal because they completely lost their confidence. You can see it, man. Well, maybe this gets them going again, right? All it takes is one sometimes to get yourself back on the road, going in the right direction, headed towards the sunset. I'm trying to come up with the best analogies I possibly can. Uh, do I sound ridiculous? Of course. <laughs> but that's okay. Hey, man, we won. And looking forward to the match this Saturday. So this is what you're going to do. We won. So, you know, kick your feet up. Grab a drink. Take a break. And then you get ready for the game Saturday. Tailgate's probably going to start around 11, 12-ish. Uh, shout out to Doug. Hung out with him before the game. Great job with his uh, vehicle. And that's it, folks. Five All right, let's do this with Joey Cecil. Uh, we're not waterlogged anymore. I hope, Joey, have you dried off from the game yesterday? <laughs> I just I got to have a first. I experienced tornado sirens yeah, at Wayne Family Stadium. Holy crap! That was terrifying. I mean, and then apparently the sirens went much longer than they were supposed to because of right. a power outage. Right, right, right. There was there was so, some sort of also, connect- and right. then I ended up I ended up leaving the stadium because there was no word on when the game was going to start. Oh, okay. And I'm going like I'm not. It's a weeknight for me. Like I got to get to work the next morning. I'm not going to be at the stadium until ten or eleven. Right, right, right. And then I get home, I go, oh, the game's starting a half hour late. Right, it started. Some, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> Jesus, it was scary. Speaking of awesome, mm-hmm. we have the game to discuss before. Yeah, it's awesome, all right? <laughs> Sacramento. <laughs> WTA. My Lord. I mean. I don't even know. You know, it's, all of the mm-hmm. All of the goals we gave up, we were a step behind or we just didn't clear it. I, Joe, I don't. I, there's days you just sit there and you watch. It's like watching a tree fall, and you can sit there and, and talk about all. Well, maybe the ground. He just. Oh, but all you're doing is just watching it fall. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? It's it's one of the few times in my history of a Louisville, Louisville City fandom that I turned it off. I just I had no at idea. the three nothing mark in the first half after 28 minutes, minutes. three nothing. Just... I was like, they're not showing me enough to. To keep interested, it was it was. Yeah. A, yeah, I'm not seeing enough to actually. I actually had the thought waste my time. And 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 when you see such bewilderment, yes. I mean, it, you know, and they're just like, I mean, I don't know anything about the psychology of of how people prepare teams for games like that. Like, I don't know what their vibe is. I don't know what it is. Whatever it was, it wasn't there. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's one thing to give up that amount of goals, but when you're not scoring any either, yeah, and that's the thing. You have one me. shot on goal. Yeah, I think you the, know. I think the one who got it's really starting to worry me a little bit is is Matiti, because yeah. he yeah. struggles getting the ball on frame. Man, I'm sorry, I hate that. Yeah. I'm not trying to be hateful, but yeah, it, no, 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 you're accurate, you and know, he's not. 
You know, it's just he's been struggling getting the ball on frame. And if he can get the ball on frame, it, it, it changes everything. It's just, he just, it's been it's been rough, man. I'm sorry. I, don't, I feel like, is this like the, a form of soccer space jam? Is someone taking their talent and, and we didn't notice? I don't know, man. It was so I mean, like, weird. what, what, what depth? What DEFCON are we at that there was eight unanswered goals? Which I don't think we've ever had, right? We've never gone through a span of eight. I don't know if we've that, ever. And that, that's what makes, you know, you can accept maybe a, a, a you can accept the three nothing. Right. Th- you know, at, at instance at El Paso, but the follow it up with a five nothing. Yeah. Isolated each, you're like, oh, well, that sucked. Back to back, mm-hmm. you're starting to question things. Well, I think part of it might be, there might have been. I mean, it has nothing to do with how poorly they played. They were they were just awful. But the thing is, you know, Sacramento did have a bit of a chip on their shoulder after last year because they had to play us on, on a short schedule because they were in that, that Open Cup run. And I'm mm-hmm. wondering if they thought maybe, you know, they left something out because they was a pretty, you know, from if I remember that match, fairly fairly competitive. And, you know, what what's, what happens if they don't have that Open Cup match? What, you know, what because what, what, I'm, I'm, they're managing. Well, Sacramento's, the, you know? it's just a good franchise. Yeah, yeah, they are. You know? Mm-hmm. They they came to play. Louisville City did not. Right. And I don't that's, know. Just, that's what just, it is. There's nothing really to say about You know? It's like a bad dream. You don't want to talk about bad. It's it, Actually, it's worse than a bad dream. It's it's one of those dreams that it's so bad you you forget it. Like the, your your brain puts up blocks so you don't remember it. I'll never I'll never go back uh, and look at that again. I just that's unbelievable. No, God. I felt I felt worse enough having to go back and watch the highlights this morning. Yeah, man. You know, but then we get to to Wednesday night. Yeah, man. We welcome the first Blue Grassico, Lexington yeah. SC. Uh, we needed a dominant performance, and what did we get? Downpours. Yeah, we got we got well, we, uh, got, we, we were dominated by the rain. <laughs> I know we wanted to welcome Lexington to Kentucky soccer weather, but can, but tornado signs were a bit much, yeah, Joe. Really, just a little, you know, just a <laughs> bit much to Kentucky soccer weather. Well, dude, just to just to cap that a little bit more, man, I'm just finding out now, literally just finding out now that there was at least two confirmed tornado touchdowns. Yeah. So I mean, this was no joke. This was a real serious situation. I was terrified. And, I really was. Oh yeah. I mean, I I was. We were sitting in a hallway at Lynn Family Stadium because mm-hmm. my idiotic nature i get there two hours before kickoff and <laughs> you know I, i'm looking out across the stadium you know towards the open end where scouse house is right you know from behind where the coopers are right right and i'm just looking at the clouds going oh shit yeah man it was it was <laughs> like, it was dark but then it had a line of white behind it and i know from yeah. past you know studying weather that's not good no. and i'm just like oh and i was shit. i was watching what go ahead i'm sorry I start talking to Jeff Milby. You know, I worked with him year one up in the press box. I right. don't see him as much as I used to. Right, right, right. We're just, you know, catching up, talking about the team. Right. The heavens open up. And that's when a, 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 a staff member goes, guys, we might want to move into a hallway with how heavy it's raining. And a couple minutes later, sirens start going. Damn, man. Oof. You know? And know. I'm just like, um, we're, we're just going to stay in the hallway. <laughs> this is it. Like... Yeah. We, there, there, there were some women from one of the concession areas who were just leaning up against the double doors. I'm like, someone should probably tell them in the event of high winds, you want to move away, away from, from that. Th- yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, lesson learned, I guess. I. Right. But anyway, um, we actually get to the soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simla, Quasimai, Mayors, Ray, and Wilson yep. get starts. Yep. And 
you know, we controlled that first half, but I was very disappointed. It just ended nil-nil. Yeah, nil. yeah, I agree. That's, that's, you needed to come out and make a statement, and I get it's an abnormal game. Mm-hmm. Midweek game, you're in the locker room during tornado sirens because I don't know where they sent the players. They probably sent them to wherever the actual safe area is. Right, right, right. Good luck, good luck everybody else. Um, and you're just like, I get it. It's a bit abnormal. It's still wet. It's still downpouring. Mm-hmm. But, man, to not punch one in in the first half, you're kind of going, hey, yeah, here I, we I, go again. It was a bit dis- – yeah, well, that was – for me, that, it was more of that, like, man, we need to break this drought. Yeah, That made two and a half – Well, and also, you know, you got – I, I love the I love the phrase that apparently is in the U.S. Open the cup sets. Yeah, man, loved great phrase. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love I love any kind of cheap puns like that. That's great. <laughs> um, but they're talking about that like the longer you keep yep. these underdogs in the game, the more that's right. You know, one hundred percent. You got to kill their belief quick. Not, yeah, and it was, and mm, we weren't. <laughs> no, we weren't. Well, I mean, statistically, when you go back and look at the stats, I mean, it was pretty dominant. We know we were. Pretty, oh yeah, and and um, then. <laughs> Danny decided in the early in the second half he's not screwing around. Yeah, brought on Oscar Ownby and Jorge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then finally we ended our I can't believe I'm saying this 230 minute goal drought. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Uh, as Paulo found Tosh on a free kick after the keeper had gambled. Yeah, I I don't know where the keeper was going, but I'm glad he did. Yeah, I thought he was leaving. We were saying, it was like, yeah, I, was like, I don't know where what he was trying him. to do or what, what he was he... trying to do, but I'm glad he made that decision. Absolutely. Uh, I still don't know if he would have been able to save it, but right. bro, good luck with whatever you were trying. Yeah, that, that was that was a it was a hell. But man, did, did Sean Sky on that one? Or what? Jeez oh yeah, Louise. Yeah, got up there, and and you felt a little bit of relief, and then you're going, oh, there's still 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And in and in this kind of game, an open cup game, a tournament game, yep. and with the way the weather is, yep. you're just like, oh. And that uh, moment came on the last action of the game. Sure did. As Amadou had to head it off the line to preserve the one nothing victory. That was granted. We had a couple of we had a couple of pretty close moments too, but that was strategically placed to give us a heart attack. Right. And I'm just like I was texting. I was texting my buddy Calvin like, uh, why why are we going to have this open cup run again with 120 minute games and all this BS, just mm-hmm. just end one in ninety, just end it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, so you so, know some overall notes from that game. Yep. Got to give Coot, you know, well run Lexington Club. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. With only three to four games in their existence. It, I thought I was very impressed with them. I really was impressed with them. They maintained yeah, very the shape well run. Well. I mean, yeah. we exposed them on pure talent. I mean, when we and our, our attack to to our favor, we didn't put we didn't punch one in the first half. But we exposed what we want. I mean, we were very – they were exposed for the lack of talent they had and lack of strategy because yeah. they were, you know, they, we were clearly dominant and we were clear – like the attacking options and the choices that we made were pretty good. So it wasn't like it was just knocking it around and hoping. Um, but, yeah, I was I was very yep. impressed. They had the game plan. Yes, we're going to sit back and wait for a mistake. Yep. You yeah. know, and that's the smart game plan. You don't lose if you don't give up Right. right. a goal. That's you don't right. lose if you don't concede. So, um, you know, kudos to the fans, the ones who who showed up or Amen. stayed there. Yeah, like that just looked miserable. <laughs> was, uh, I dude, I bought, I had a, I, I, <laughs> I saw that the snorkel and the and the, the goggles. That's beautiful. That's nice. <laughs> I, I had that in my car. They were in my car. 
and they've been sitting I'm there not for gonna a ask, time. I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask any questions why they were already there. <laughs> I'm just going to salute you yeah, man, for the ingenuity. Ah, it was funny. I almost told Calvin. I was like, "Do you have a kayak? Yeah, we man. might need it just to move around the stadium." It was rough, man. It was rough. Oh, that's why. That's why when I got home, I was a little annoyed. I saw a 7:30 kickoff, but I also went. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to be dry. Exactly. You know? And then all of a sudden I say that and a leak starts popping somewhere over my head. Son of a bitch. Just, really? I, I got to be, I just go stand outside to, you know, be with you all in spirit. Yeah, man. Um, you know, it was a win, just not many answers. You yeah. know, still some questions. Oh, yeah, plenty. Plenty. Uh, plenty of questions. You know, how are we going to. Who's going to be our starting fix? center forward? Who's going to be our starting attacker? Who's going to be starting next to. Sean Toach. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm not impressed so far with Quasimai. Granted, rookie, I get that. Right. Not impressed so far. Right, right, okay. Did Jordan Scarlett die? He disappeared, man. I, I, he's not even I on mean, the team, right? Can we can 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 we donate whatever West Sharpie needs? Can we can we get somebody to donate something, whatever it needs, whatever his body needs? Mm-hmm. You know, Josh is still dealing with whatever knock he got from the Sacramento game. Right, and they're going to be and, super, super. Careful. With you that. have to. You have to. But yeah, we need to figure out not just who's going to start up front, but who's going to pair with Sean. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, because against too. Lexington, you know, granted one of them was just a slip, which is going to happen. Mm-hmm. He recovered well enough on the slip. That could have been a goal. Right. He got beat a number of times in the air. Mm-hmm. You yes, know? Yes, he did. And as a center back, that's not something you can no. <laughs> have repeatedly happen. No. <laughs> so I think that's the big thing. Also, I think we had to figure out what's our best midfield. That's another question, man. I, you know, that's the plus. That's the positive negative of having so many options. Right. You got to figure it out somehow. Right. Well, they rested a couple guys too, so. So. Um. You know, but yeah, I do. You definitely want to get through these next few games. This, this is a very winnable game Saturday, okay. And mm-hmm. um, I am not I'm not trying to dog them, but I am not impressed with this Detroit City team this year. I mean, it just they, okay. I, I don't see them being a playoff team. And, okay. and I don't – there's no reason here. There's no reason for them well, to stumble in this. This is a big match for them. Big match. You know what you, – but you know what the great equalizer is? What's that? 3 p.m. kickoff. Yeah, man, 3 p.m. kickoff. Mother of pearl. <laughs> we were thinking about doing karaoke. <laughs> I got my, I've got a portable PA that I purchased a few months ago. I haven't had a chance to really use it. I might bring it down to the parking lot. We'll do some singing. 3 p.m. kickoff. That's like, that's, for me, that's a vampire seeing sunlight. Yeah, man. It's last, I think that's the last <laughs> one, though. Just hissing at it. Yeah, really. Just hissing at it. Just, why? Oh, hopefully, why are you doing this to us? Dude, at least the weather looks like it's supposed to be perfect. It looks like... Oh, it's, it's going to be high high in the low 60s. So uh, I saw 66. So that, to me, so, is... that's that. After what well, we've been going through with these games, with the wind and I'm the a, rain... Uh, 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 I'm a shade above albino, so I hate 3 p.m. kickoffs when it's sunny. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 Irish through and through, so yeah, bro, I hear you. We see the sun and and go, all right, what's something nice we can do inside today? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, being Spanish Italian, I'm just the sun is my friend. <laughs> and you know what? That's why you're perfect for the Groove Machine and the Cooper's End. There you go, man. There you go. So that's all I got for Louisville City. Let's yeah. let's hope it's a much funner discussion. Yeah, yeah this this is a big game. This this Saturday is a yeah. big big game against a very beatable. Well, especially opponent. now that uh, in our division look, too. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're looking at the table, I mean, Birmingham's jumped out. Yep, ten to points, right? four point gap. Yep. They're leading at ten, and we're tied for second at six. Yep. So the world's not falling, but you don't want to let. 
that first place get too out of hand. And I was figuring seven points after the first four games. Six is six, oh. right? So, um, but I, it, it wasn't planning it to go down the way it went down, winning the first and, two well, and then getting and you gotta you got to start thinking about the goal differential as well. Oh, man, no doubt. No that went down no to – I mean, the, we have the worst goal differential in the top ten. Yeah, man, it's bad. Which well, is kind of amazing that when you think we're it. negative five and sitting tied second. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, you got to start chipping away at that at some point, too. We will see what happens. Also, you know, just a note on this. I was thinking about this U.S. Open thing, too. A um, little disappointed in the Fed because, you know, a lot of games are not being televised. And, yeah. you know, this is such an important event for a lot of these smaller teams. I can't believe that they don't – I mean, to, to throw them some money to get local television time, it's not that hard, sure. man. I saw well, one. but you know, you know what I do appreciate that's different than other years? What's that? Bleacher Report – Football is YouTube. It's at least streaming them. Okay. All right. You know, that's a positive. At least they, they, they streamed last one. night's game at least. Right. That's a good And one. a few others. Okay. You know, they're not doing all of them. Right. But right. it's something. If you, if you look back, maybe that's the that's the progression. That's yeah. the evolution. Because you think about it, when we started Louisville City, it was, yeah, YouTube. Had, YouTube, that's right. And, had, somebody had to... and then it jumped up to now we did select games on ESPN. And right. now we got ESPN 3 for every match. Right. right. So... Maybe it's the progression, yeah, we'll you know. See. We'll see what happens. You're right. So, all right, uh, that's all I got on Loose City. All right. And then we've, we've got... uh, speak, Speaking of 3 p.m. home openers. Yeah, man. Racing opened up their home schedule against Washington. Same lineup as the opening game. A 3 p.m. opener with high wins. Mm-hmm. What the hell could go wrong? wrong. Right. <laughs> what the hell? What, what the hell could go wrong with that? Um, well, what went wrong was all the Spirit opened the scoring through Ashley Hatch. Mm-hmm. After Abby gambled on a header and Holloway missed on a tackle, and I tweeted that I was like, if the one person you you would expect not to misjudge a ball in the air is is Abby, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and I was really surprised at that. That was a, you know, and and she's not going to do that often. All right, so no. uh, it's a mistake. No, no, no. Life goes on. But also, you know? but you know, it, it's not completely on her because Holloway just completely whiffed yeah. on a tackle. Yeah, she did. <laughs> I mean, Ashley just shrugged her off like it was nothing. Yeah, man. Uh, and then again, Hatch got her brace as uh, she was near side on Holloway mm-hmm. for a goal. And at that point, you're just going 2-0 at the half and starting to wonder if this is the if the same racing is still here from a couple previous seasons. Yeah, it was nervy. You know? it, was a little, it was nervy watching it. And then, but there was Joe. I, I never felt we were out of the game though. Okay, I really didn't. There's something. It just I I, was, I knew we were down two nothing, but the vibe for me wasn't. Uh, this is the you know here we go again. I didn't. I I never felt that. I, I mean, I, okay. You know, it was just I don't maybe just being overly optimistic. I don't know. Well, your optimism paid off almost directly out of the Look half. They answered the question with uh, Abby rising up to head in a quarter from Schwong, which man, you want to talk about rising up? You talk about Sean Toch. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. Abby was that's a, what I'm saying. Abby was a Abby was a sternum above everyone else. <laughs> really, and that's yeah, Ooh. that's one of her things. I mean, that's that's what she does. So. Yeah, you know, and you're just wondering, like, it, she, her rising up like that reminded me of old school wrestling when Rey Mysterio would come out and <laughs> hop up out of the stage. I was like, did she hit whatever trampling he used? <laughs> she used that didn't look natural. It was amazing. It was she, impressive, but she, man, she's a hell of a player. That's she's yeah. been for a long time. Uh, and then you know, Ari equalized with a one-time left-footed curler that should be in a museum somewhere. Man, was that perfect? The, I the mean, camera angle on that was amazing too, because you could just see it curl into that <laughs> oh, top my corner. Gosh, oh, that was just uh, one of my favorites. 
ever from this team. I just just okay. the, the pure beauty of it. It was just, you know, what I'm saying between when you yeah. when you mix no, all of it together, it's just it was it, it oh man, it was a lot of art to it. It just it, it was yeah, awesome, awesome goal, and even more awesome that it tied the game. Yeah, thankfully. <laughs> Which, which reminded me, just that was just a huge second-half response mm-hmm. where actually I think in the second half we were the more dangerous side beyond just oh, scoring oh, two yeah. goals. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I mean, you you just watch the highlights on YouTube. Mm-hmm. 90% of them are on the goal racing's attacking. Right. You know, they were really pushing. Yes, they were. And then you start, you, then you go, okay, where was that in the first half? <laughs> well, Joey, I, I was wondering, uh, and I never really got an answer, all four goals happened in the same end. And I'm wondering okay. if the wind played any role. Open in end, that, you know. Open end. Yeah. Are you trying to say Ari didn't curl that herself? <laughs> no. You bastard. <laughs> no. You man. are you saying Abby was lifted up by the wind? Who no, knows? No. No. We, we we need that. We we need we now need that clip to Josh Groban's. You raise me up. Ah, good tune. Um, but. Okay. All right. Conspiracy Maybe. theorist. Yeah, all well, right. I, it might have been. I mean, when you, when all four squ- and then you know how how uh, uh, aggressive we looked. I mean, playing if you're if and this is an if. I'm not sure, but if you're playing into the wind for 45 minutes as opposed to having your back, it's going to wear you down a little bit. So I don't know. I just I'm wondering. Yep. I mean, I, I, that's completely a question. I have no idea if that's true or not. Hey but, Joe. What? Take off the tin foil. Hat. No man. <laughs> Take it off. Tin foil would have and replace it with your tin foil crown. Tin foil would have been if I had said something like uh, that. They they generated some sort of electrical pulses. Hey, <laughs> through, that's what my device is for. Through through alien through alien intervention. That's that's what my treatment device is for, Joseph. <laughs> that's why uh, I don't bring it anymore. There you go, because you don't. It's screwed with the previous stadium. <laughs> but so. You know, two mm. results in two games, nothing to complain about. And results where we would question if the previous racing teams would pull out those results. You're not. You know, on the road, opening game, heat, new players, get a draw. Yeah, man. Home opener, down 2 nothing, get a draw. Right. The table doesn't do justice because I think they're sitting ninth. Yeah, it's too early. But it's two games you're early. seeing, you're seeing the hints. Yeah. You're yeah. seeing it start to come together. Right, right. Just some stuff to clean up. I was the one thing was, um, I was a little bummed about in the first half. Sorry, the, we didn't, I didn't mention. You know, we talked about how visible Jess was in the first mm-hmm. match, and she was basically invisible the first half. I okay. mean, absolutely invisible. And I'm wondering well, what happened. You know, I just you could. I mean, you can almost say that of the whole damn team, Joe. Okay. Okay. You know. Yeah. It was. It was. It was but it's fair. But 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 yeah. when she is such a focal point of right. the team right. and of the attack. Right. It's going to be more visible when she's not visible, mm-hmm. yeah. or you know, not exactly. as exactly. you know, not as impactful. It's going, right. It's going to be more obvious when somebody that's that and has that much uh, impact. But you know, I, I like to look. I, I like to look outside of just a single player. Sure. And as a whole, the team was not just firing on all cylinders right, in that first right, half. Right. You're right. You know, absolutely. Um, that's just what I saw from it. But mm-hmm. again, that's where you also at times do need to look at individual brilliance to. Yeah. Kickstart something. Right, right, right. So, you know, apples, oranges, tomato, tomato, tomato. or as whatever, whatever Dan Quayle screwed up when he said that. Oh, yeah. Potato, potato, you know. <laughs> uh, see, see, kids, this is an informational podcast beyond soccer. Yeah. We talk about vice presidents from the, from the, from the 20th. We're talking about vice presidents from the 20th century. 
Oh dear lord, let's not. Let's, let's not say we did. Yeah. Speaking of, of something that may not want to be brought up, mm-hmm. MLS does not want you to talk about its numbers in terms of viewership. Dude, let me tell you what. Oof. It it is I you know because if anybody knows me, I, I like to keep up in, with this stuff, and I like to, to watch. Not not I'm not cheering for MLS to fail. I'm absolutely I'm not a fan of the league. That doesn't mean I want them to fail. Okay, <clears throat> but the, the, there's nothing. Apple is and and MLS are completely silent right now, and mm-hmm. there is more and more of a, a there's more reporting coming out where these numbers are grossly missing what they anticipated somewhere in the range of forty percent, and that's a that's just that's bad. I mean, you can say 75, 80%, and we're talking the beginning of the season when people are most excited, Joey. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. You know, and um, there's been a couple good matchups, too. And, but the, like the, 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 uh, the, the terrestrial numbers for the first uh, NYCFC match were awful. And yeah. it's just, I don't know, man. I, I mean, I, I just look at it and I go, what have they actually done to create or incentivize people to watch their product? I don't know. Unless you live in an MLS market, what's your draw to pay to watch these games now? Nothing. There is no draw because this, this That's is... the thing. I mean, they were struggling to get viewers when it was an ESPN midday offering on the weekend. Right, right, right. right. And now you're going to charge and expect people to keep watching? Right. I'm a huge soccer fan. Right, right. I'm not wasting money on MLS season pass no. for the couple games I might want to watch or stumble upon. Right, right. That's how I watch MLS, Joe. I stumble upon it. I, yeah, I don't plan to watch MLS matches. I don't seek it. Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. I stumble upon I'm like, oh, there's nothing else on right now. Okay. And then 10 minutes in, you're like, I'd, I'd rather go just play around on YouTube. Right. And, and, and the thing that really strikes me the most consistently <coughs> big cities on the West Coast do pretty damn well, right? You, you talk oh, about yeah. Portland, Seattle, L.A. They're doing Vancouver. They're doing fine as far as attendance. Oh, yeah. well, doing they're, very... they're, they're fanatical. Right. There's there's a real a real intense, you know, they, they do very well. Well, and you but, also look at some of those cities, That's there's not a lot of options in terms of pro sports. Right. Well, yeah, well, you, know? you start talking uh, about, yeah, Portland, sure, yeah. Seattle, eh, you know. Vancouver, Vancouver. You got a hockey team, and they got. I don't, I don't even think they. I think they, they don't have the Grizzlies anymore, do they? Maybe they no, still. No. It's called Memphis, Joe. Right, Memphis. Yeah, I, dude, I don't follow anything but the NFL anymore. So, um, but the, here's the thing: these teams, these large cities, and the uh, outside of the West Coast, dude, the numbers are awful. Mm-hmm. New York, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? Red Bull Stadium claimed that they had twelve thousand at, ah. at the at ah. their home opener, dude. Ah. I, no way. There was no way. We count them. It was we can count them. Right, right. <laughs> Chicago, Washington, yeah. New England. Well, the, you know, well the, Chicago's problem is also Chicago's problem is their their stadium is fifty minutes from Chicago. Right, right. That's the worst mistake they ever made. We went to that stadium that one time. It was the we're worst. We're the I, I don't I forget where it's located. It's like we're the Brookhaven fire of Chicago. Right. You know, it's like the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. It was like Yeah, exactly. No. Exactly. Exactly. We're the Chicago Fire of Brookhaven or wherever the hell they're <laughs> it's from. It's southwest and they put it in the middle of uh, nowhere. And I guess they That's were trying true. to because that was the that was the trend. I, we may have talked about that once. That was sort of the trend in the NFL for a little bit. And it might still be, where the new stadiums are going up in the middle of nowhere. And maybe yeah. they were following like they were following that model and thinking, you know, we'll just We'll, you know, we'll just grab this area of land 
and make it easily accessible, which it's really not. I mean, the Chicago Stadium is not easy to get to, so I don't know what the hell they were thinking. I, I well, actually, hold on, let's see here. Did they move back to? I think I a, think they moved back to Soldier Field. Right, or they're moving. They, they, uh, I'm sorry, it was SeatGeek Stadium, and I'm very close. It was Bridgeview, okay. Illinois. Right, 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 right. That was a horrible, uh, stupid setup. Yeah, they they moved back to Soldier Field, but I mean, right. Whew. Yeah, man, it's just yeah. It's, they're gonna fill Soldier Field too. Yeah, it's, yeah. Let's no, fill that they're, up. They're hurting, and it's it's um, you know, I, I just I don't know what the solution is. I have no idea what the solution is because everybody's well. You know, the league's only been around twenty seven years or whatever that is, whatever now, whatever it is, twenty five. I'm not even well, sure. You know, you know, one of the solutions is you gotta you you, you pick a direction and you go full forward on it right right full throttle mm -hmm. you either are the retirement league and you get all these aging stars who will play two or three years and the, right. the, you'll get initial ticket bumps when they come over here right, right. or you go head on with what the usl has done mm -hmm. and try to challenge usl on getting all these young players who make their name there first right knowing mls they're going to go the retirement league option because that sells tickets they, they, they got to get bodies in the stadium and then the, the, and, other thing and the way to do that is to all right here comes Who's a, here comes Lionel Messi, Messi in age 39 season. Joe, I was just going to mention that, and I just saw a couple yeah. days ago. I don't know if anybody's aware of this. He's up. He's up on the block. Yes, and yeah. there's a payment. Uh, there's a, uh, a, a a plan put together by MLS to draw him here, including taking money from other franchises. Okay. And then MLS there's model is one of the dumbest things on. Well, this earth. dude, the, it's it's McDonald's. And the people, their yeah. fans are like, "Why are we doing this?" I'm like, and I responded a couple times, like, well, "Why wouldn't you? You yeah. all, you you don't own your team. You you're yeah. you, they're investor operators. They are not owners. You bought a franchise just like you bought a McDonald's. And if the McDonald's, yeah. if you want to put spaghetti and meatballs on the menu and they it's McDonald's, they're going to say no, and they're going to say, mm -hmm. you know what, we're going to be taking this this percentage and doing this. That's the way it goes." That's, that's why, like, I've that's why, like, so I've, I've looked at people who talk about Louisville City going there, and I'm like, <clears> why <throat> would what, what, first off, why would you ever forfeit that, and secondly, why would a smaller market ever go to MLS no. because you're never going to get one of a marquee free agent. Never. And for people who don't understand how MLS operates, free agents don't sign with teams. That's right. Free agents sign with, with the league, because the and league, then they negotiate with the player. Right. Where they that player wants to go exactly, and it's it's a very that's super that's team. that's not a that's not a prop that's not a system that's going to work. No, because like if you're Columbus, I'm going to pick on Columbus because <clears throat> that's all that was that was my boyhood team. Right, right, right. Why would Columbus ever get a a marketable name there? Right. Thierry Henry didn't want to go live in Columbus when he came to MLS. Right. Exactly you know, right. Zlatan was not going to come to Columbus. Right. Um, Kansas City, mm -hmm. great soccer community, yes. fantastic franchise. Very true. Never gonna get right. a marquee name. Mm -hmm. it's a, but it's... Louisville City can get can get great players because they're a great franchise in the USL. Exactly. Exactly. So I just I, I you know I hate how this devolved into the same old discussion about MLS. But but this is what you get. Yeah, we started talking. That's about what them. MLS is getting. What they deserve. Right. It just I don't. It's it's so it, it, the smoke also, and mirrors. Also, real quick, Joe, a, a, a big point too is mm -hmm. this is also at a time where the majority of the national team is not based right, right. out of MLS. MLS. Then that hurts a lot. 
that yes. really hurts a lot. And, and oh yeah, one of the downfalls of the old NASL was what they <laughs> we may have talked about this once. I got to mention it. The, uh, the one of the things that they tried to do, they made did some really stupid things. But one of them was they decided one year to try and have a, the national team be a team in the in the league. And then they you know what? Not a bad idea. Yeah, unless you you're in a, if you're in a city in the United States, you want you want to have good players. Yeah, and you take all the good you players. You take all away. the good players and you put them on a, and they and none of them and they don't have a home place. They didn't have a yeah. home. And it was just like, yeah. Where's the home state? Right. And then they just every game's a road game. Every game's you know what, Joseph? Game. It's Washington D.C. Yeah, it's that's it, where it is. It was. It, I tell you what, and that's but that's trying to tie uh, that to some bad decisions. That, that is some MLS style stuff, stuff. If I've ever heard any right. to potentially try. Well, Joe, they also they also decided, hey, you know what we'll do? We'll move the whole league to Canada. They did. They tried that oh, one year. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's what was missing. Yeah, that was. That's. It's just, and it's, you know, this thing is smoke and mirrors as far as the popularity of this league. It's not. It's just not a popular. Yeah. League. So it's not. I don't even know why. I just. I was just really stunned at the numbers and and, and how because you not. Know, we know I'm that not. well I was I wasn't expecting forty percent you know somewhere in the you know I wasn't expecting we're 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 hitting less than half of our our ex- expectation because why would you make the move if you're going to do that well you we also that's have just, to think that's crazy how much how poor how much exaggerate well how much exaggerating did MLS do to Apple? <laughs> you know? That's the smoke and mirrors. Let's put it part, that man. way too. You know, let's put it this way. Did MLS go to Apple TV or was that where MLS could find a home? Right. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Right. Absolutely. No, it makes total sense because it was obviously you know? ESPN for the most part was like, yeah, no. Yeah. You know? The fact that the fact that no one put up a major fight. Right. Right. Oh no. We, oh no. You can't get out of this deal. Oh right. no. Right. No one put up that fight. Right. Now they did, sign- and instead, and instead, we're watching professional gaming and professional tag right, right. on ESPN yeah. during those time slots. Hear that? And, and so, so there, it is what it is, and it's just a shame. Yeah. Um, so, but we're you know we're plugging along in USL, and even though we struggled a little bit, I think uh, I think we'll, there's there's uh, blue skies coming for us this year. I think we're going to be. Fine. I think I think that's the next big jump is get some kind of TV deal where it's not just a couple games a year. Mm-hmm. You get one game from the league every week on TV. Yeah, man. I'm I think gonna... that's the next big step. Yep. I totally agree. The USL game of the week, week. You know? Yeah, man. So let's wait and see. But, but, Joe, you know what time it is? Oh, boy. Here we go. It's the Joe Vala trivia category Jeez of the week. Louise. I'm going to suck at this one. Well, this one is the U.S. men's national team. I'm probably going to suck at it. <laughs> no, I'll be all right. I'll well, be fine. No, I'll well, be fine. We'd, be fo- we'd be following the trend you've already set so far. I did okay here and there. <laughs> Three I just, players. I struggle, I struggle with trivia. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Three players have made more than 150 appearances mm-hmm. for the men. Okay. Who are they? That's a good one. Um, I'm going to start with Donovan. That is one. Well, he's number two, actually. He's number yes. two. Man, McBride put that uniform on a lot. That would be incorrect. No, McBride's not on that list. Huh? Dempsey. That is also incorrect. Um, now you got to go back to guys like Joe Max Moore. Um, incorrect. Beasley. Beasley was there a long Incorrect. Man, oh man. Okay, well, let's start thinking keepers. Uh, incorrect. No keepers at all. There's no keeper that it, 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 oh has God. made 150 appearances. No, sir. Friedel didn't have 150 appearances. Jeez. Nope. 
Um, Your number one mm -hmm. all-time appearance leader for the United States men is one Mr. Kobe, Kobe Jones. Jones. Yeah, he was there forever. 164. That is true. He was there forever. That's yep. right. Then you have Landon Donovan, Donovan. number two. Right. And number three is one of the most beleaguered players in MLS, or MLS history, I should say, United States national team history. Mm -hmm. Mr. One, Michael Bradley. Bradley. You know what? He, he he did have a lot of appearances early. Golly, that's true before before he went to Italy. Yeah. Wow. So, Mr. Michael Bradley, those are your three who have good made one. more than 150 really appearances. One. That's a good question. Who are the joint top scorers in U.S. men's national team history with 57 goals each? I'd have to say Dempsey's one of them, right? That is correct. And then, is, well, did Landon put 57 in? Is that your final answer? Yes. That is correct. All right. I need one of them to unretire just to break that. Break please. that record. And just let's let's Come on, let's, hope, let's hope Ricardo Pepe or one of these other at guys. At the rate? At the rate. Well, the problem know. is he's, he's got to keep getting included. Yeah, really. Let's hope one of these guys. Man. Uh, who is the all-time leading distributor in terms of assist? Who's 58 assists double the combined total of second and third? See, I'm... I'm the guy I'm going to go with is Rania. Incorrect, and thankfully so. Right. Well, you know, we're mad at him, but uh, um, golly, assists. Now, um, it's a good question. I'm not sure. Who would that be? That would be Mr. Six Car Garage, Landon Donovan. Donovan. I was going to say Donovan too. Just I thought that was a cheap response. Anyway, wow. I didn't yeah. Know he, that's a lot of assists, man. It is, and more Golly. than second and third combined. Yeah, he had a hell of a history with this team, didn't he? So he's got that pretty much locked down for a while. Yep. Uh, who has recorded the most shutouts in team history? Wow. Now that's where you start. It's either got to be Friedel or uh, who else was the keeper with him at that? It wasn't Miola. Um, it was not. Uh, but there was Miola, Friedel, and I'm missing the other bald dude. I'm so bad with names. That's uh, all of them, Joe. Outside of the current crop of keepers, <laughs> that's all of them. It was well. There was yeah, really, because those uh, after. Who am I missing? I, I can see his face and I can't see his name, because it was the three keepers right now. Like Miola was was the number one for a while. Then there were two. You know, Friedel was one of those two guys. It was the other person. Why? Why can't I think of his name? Would you like a starting letter? Sure. K. Oh. Um. Uh, Casey? Yeah? Why am I sucking at this name? Keller? Yes. Yeah, golly. Casey what? Keller, 47. What? I knew, I, I could see his face. I suck with names. I'm so bad with names. Casey Keller's mm. 47 shutouts. Right, right. Uh, Archie Stark yeah, scored man. the first what for the U.S. men's national team in a 1925 win over Canada? He was. That was the very first friendly that they ever played. It was in Harrison, New Jersey. Um, what did he score the first though? What did he score? Goal. I mean, he, you know, uh, it but was it probably, not a goal. Was it a penalty? Not the first U.S. goal. It was, was it, not. Was it a penalty though? It was not. What did he score? I don't know. It's the first hat trick, hat trick. in U.S. Oh, okay. men's national okay, okay. team okay. history. Right, 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 right. Five total goals, which is also the record from Carney, New Jersey, and uh, Stark. Also, his I his grandson was a good friend of mine, <laughs> Rich Gillen. This podcast would never be complete mm -hmm. 
without mentioning a Carney, Carney New Jersey drop. Well, that's stark. That's, that's always a reference. Bethlehem Steel, man. I, I do not know why there is not the U.S. Soccer Hall of Fame is in, is not in Carney. New they Jersey. tried to put no it there. You why? They they tried to put it there a long time ago. Oh, and we're so glad they didn't. Well, it's, it's that was part of the reason was it was just too far away from the center of the state. I think it's in St. Everybody. Louis, now, right? Is it? St. Um, no, I thought Kansas City. Kansas City, right, 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 right. I think that's right. Right. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Yes, just, just give me that. Sure, man. I don't know. I'm just. It, it keeps asking me for years. I just want the Hall of Fame itself. Ah. You know. Do, do, do. Plan your visit. Here we go. Hopefully that will tell me where the heck it is. <laughs> it's so U.S. soccer. Ah, no, actually, it's in Frisco, Texas. We were oh, all wrong. Texas. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Good for them. Yeah, man. Uh, more speaking of being in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um. Your pop quiz question for this round is, what is Niall McCabe's number? I don't know. What was he? I don't know. I don't know the numbers. I, I, I'm you terrible. Just aff- you just affronted him. Good luck with the rest of I'm your sorry. short life. I don't, I don't, I don't. I, uh, number 11. Yeah, 11. And and the thing is, is that I don't, I don't, I have this thing with remembering numbers. Like or pe- anything. Or, no, or, no, relating names, to, like people to numbers. I just, I, I'm really bad with that. It's like some people can't, Um, they, they, they can't. Uh, figure out east and west. Like I, I don't even remember Lawrence Taylor's number until somebody tells me, and I and I, it's fifty six. And I have to think about it. You know, it's just it's hard. Well, I don't know why. Here's your next one to think about. Oh, okay. What left winger slash left back is the only U.S. man to play at four World Cups? Left back. That would was it Pope? No, Beasley. That is not Beasley. It is Demarcus Beasley. Yeah. Now this is a somewhat controversial question because I believe Reyna and another player, if it was not Keller or Friedel, mm-hmm. made four World Cup squads, right. but did not appear. Clear. Right, 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 right. Beasley is the only U.S. man to play yep. at four awesome. World Cups. Man, hell of a career. Yeah. For a guy that weighed 140 pounds soaking wet, maybe. Jeez. You're Louise. being generous. I know. The beating he used to take. What oh, a yeah. tough son of a bitch he was. God and at me. a position where the U.S. team wishes that position was never created. Hear that? <laughs> let's so never true. discuss a. Let's never. I think we've tried it once. Let's never discuss an all-time U.S. team just because left back is going to be, be a disaster. Why is that a black hole? Why? Yeah. Why did that whole side of the field disappear? Yeah, it's been it's been a, um, the bane. Who has managed the most wins in U.S. national team history? Got to go with. Uh... The dude from uh, Jersey. Well, they're, they're all from Jersey. Um, it's, it wasn't yeah, Bradley. That doesn't narrow it down very much, See, Joe. The same thing. It's the the, the I'm not, uh, he he was, he coached him twice. Um, See, I just I'm bad with names. Um, why am I struggling with this guy's name? I can see his face. Italian dude, coached in Virginia. Uh, come on, why am I not? I can't, why what's can't, a what's a type of sporting venue you might go to watch? Yeah, a Blue game? Arena. See, I, yes. I, I I I don't know why I have such a problem with that. I mean, like I can 81. see the face. I know that I, I'm probably I'm probably 80, 81 victories, yeah. and his ass should still be trying to find a way home from Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, they should have never let him on the plane, and it just yeah, uh, he should still be trying to find a way home. I was just, just uh, we're not bitter. We are not bitter. No, not at all. <laughs> not bitter. Every time I see every time I see his face on TV, I just break out into a snarl. I don't mm, know why. Right, it's just a, a reaction. <laughs> Uh, who scored the infamous shot heard round the world at the 1950 World Cup to beat England? Was that Connor? Is, um, 
See, I, it's another one. I just, I could see the dude's face. He was in the movie. And the 1950 World Cup. I don't remember. I don't remember his name. To beat England. I thought, no, I don't know. That would be Mr. Joe Gatchins. Gatchins. Golly. Not even an, not even an American. Right. Actually from the Caribbean. Back, the, back in the day, you could actually get, a, there was being a, an, being a considered an international player, you could still, you could still play for national teams. As long as you resided in, in that country. country. That's right. Uh, a 2013 World Cup qualifier versus Costa Rica mm-hmm. became what kind of classico for the decision to play the game? No, oh, that was the else oh, the snow game. Um, the, that, that's the correct answer. Snow classico. Snow classico. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And I may mention the correct decision <laughs> so, to play that game. It was so crazy. <laughs> I still the great. You should have been at the trivia night. The great photo I have for that answer is Jermaine Jones with his kind of semi-afro he had just littered with snow mm-hmm, on top mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the fact that they are still video you know they have video on youtube of the guys plowing all of the lines on the field when the ball was on the other side <laughs> to keep the game going i remember it's crazy it was not the correct decision but i ain't mad that was fun it made, it made you a know memory. what costa rica you want to play at high altitude and smog it, it, on a, on a, welcome on a, on a concrete surface basically because that turf, welcome. it's fixed now but that turf back then was so Bad. Enjoy your first ever dose of Mother Nature's cold. Yeah, really. <laughs> All right. What was the passage of play that led to the goal against Algeria at the 2010 World Cup Howard, to get the United States out of the group stage, Howard, starting with the keeper? Howard distributed the ball to, I don't know if he got straight to Donovan. Well, it is five people involved. Wow. Two of the same name. Okay, so it was you know Howard. Okay, it was a great pass. I mean, it was a hand, you know. But I'm, I want to say he got it to Donovan, and Donovan gave it to. Oh man! But he got. Did Donovan pass it to someone, and then he got it back and took the shot, and then Dempsey. Uh, no, no, not. Uh, come on, think about it. No, it wasn't Donovan. It was uh, Dempsey. Who took the shot, and then Donovan finished it. Because it was on the rebound. How'd I do? That's close. You got four. Right, right. Howard. Right. Relayed the save to Donovan. Right. Who, who drives down the right wing. Right. Who forwards it to Altador. Altador. Who's Jets right? That's right. Who crosses it on the ground to Dempsey. Dempsey. Who, misses. who has his shot saved. And yeah. Donovan follows with the rebound. Unbelievable moment. Do- Howard to Donovan to Altator to Dempsey to Donovan. And if anybody has never heard Andres Contour's call of that, that's the call Ooh. you want to listen to. I mean, the one that they did, the, Ameri- the English one's great, but uh, the, the, uh, Cantor's call of that in Spanish is the most amazing. It's, it's my favorite call of any sporting event ever. I can, I'll go back and wa- listen to it like every six months. I'll go back and watch it. It's unbelievable. Well- Whenever I go back and watch the Donovan goal, you know what goal I always pull up along with it? Which one? The Abby Wambach goal against Brazil at the World Cup, oh, the, the 122nd World... minute header. Yeah, man. Where you get Ian Dark just yelling, yelling. at the end of it. He's a great announcer, too. But there you go. Mm. Howard to Donovan mm. to Altador to Dempsey to Donovan. Mm. And I hope that Algerian keeper is still on the ground crying. Crying. After the whole game, all he did was be cocky and wave his finger to Kimbe Matumbo style. Yep. Well, <laughs> Talk, talk shit, get hit. Yep. That's the way it goes. 
your final question was the bonus. Yeah, man. The U.S. men's national team slash one of its players mm-hmm. does own one record at the World Cup. What is it? Well, it is an individual record. Right. I want to say it's Dempsey. I'm pretty sure Dempsey has a record. That is incorrect. No. Shit. What player has what U.S. has a, has a record at the World you Cup? You will probably slap yourself when you hear this. Okay. Um, I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. All right. You ready? Yeah. That is saves in a game. Yeah, man. Oh, Howard. Tim Howard. Tim Howard. That's right. Against Belgium. Team versus Belgium in the amazing. knockout round game in 2014. That was unbelievable. What a, what a performance. Whew. Yes. The fact that after that game, Wikipedia had to tell people to stop changing his occupation to the Secretary of Defense. <laughs> um, and all, sadly, in a losing effort. Yeah, Lukaku scored, man. And they were both on the same team in Everton. That must have been rough. I don't, was, it, was it Lukaku? Pretty sure, it Lukaku was. Scores. Pretty sure Lukaku scored that one. Let's see. But, um, yeah, you know, I'll just never forget. That was the game where... Um, Remember, Jurgen Klinsmann got into hot water. Yep. You were right. De Bruyne and Lukaku both scored. Yep. Um, and Jurgen Klinsmann in the lead-up to that World Cup got in hot water for deciding to drop Landon Donovan from yeah. the World Cup squad. That was huge. In favor of one Julian Green, yeah, who then came off the bench to score a laser in the 107th to give us hope. Mm. And then I think that's the game where I think uh, let me just figure this out real quick. That's an unrealized career right there with Green. That's that's a what. Well, if. so many of the Germanicans never. Right. It's just that's a big did anything. If. Yeah. Um, was that the one? Yes, it was. That's the one where I I, I have I now have my eternal grudge, fatwa, whatever you want to call it, against Chris Wondolowski. <laughs> the Wando. For having one job as a soccer player and, and not, not fulfilling that. Which he, he Wandoed it. I still use that phrase. How, how do you... I he's inside the six-yard box. I know, man. How, 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 how do you send it into the third deck <laughs> from the six-yard box? It's, there's, you, you have an Olympico, and then you have a Wando. <laughs> Jurgen Klinsmann brought... Chris Wondolowski over Landon Donovan, yep. over Brian McBride's retirement, mm-hmm. Not yet. over the ghost of Joe Gatchins. <laughs> the ghost of, oh my He gosh. brought this guy mm-hmm. who had one job. Yeah, man. As a striker to score the goals. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's he's part of lore now. He's part of American lore, just like all those questions. He's that... also part of my estate plan. <laughs> he will be a pallbearer. Oh, my God. So he can let me down one last time. <laughs> okay, Joe, we're going to get you off of this now. <laughs> Too late. Yeah. Well, anyway. I have you. to go find out. I have to go find alcohol now. All right, man. Well, I actually have to go. I have to go find uh, a phone. I have to. I gotta make a. I gotta make a call. Are, are we, are, did, did we conduct this podcast via carrier pigeon, and I didn't know it? Yes. It's it's the, the check your shoulder. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's like the movie Birds. They're all around me. Yeah, man. I think we're off the rails now. So, Correct. Correct. That's fun as always, and uh, 
I will. I will. We're gonna. We're gonna root for a couple of wins coming up, man. We're gonna need them. Well, well, this weekend we only get Louisville City. Right, 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 right. Racing is on international break until right. the fifteenth. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is that hopefully get this Louisville thing going in the right direction, and uh, let's see. If and we... if not, we'll get a liquor sponsorship for the podcast. At least it might be a little more entertaining. So, then. Really. <laughs> All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode of the Center Forward Podcast is in the books, episode number 63. I want to thank Joey Cecil once again for his invaluable contribution. He always does a great job. And I want to thank you for listening. Always appreciate it. Appreciate the comments, the compliments. Any thoughts, any ideas uh, about making the show better? If you want to come on, please pass them along. More than happy to try and make that happen. Definitely going to let you know next week, dates of three interviews that we're going to be doing. Joey and I are both going to do them together. Um, just trying to work the logistics out. So once we get that all set up, we can tell, tell you who they are and uh, when. But uh, I think you're going to like them. I, I think these these are people that you're generally going to want to hear from. That's for sure. So um, looking forward to doing that. As always, we are on Podbean, iTunes, Amazon, and Spotify. Please like, subscribe, and share. Share the love of this wonderful podcast. <laughs> I like doing it. So anyway, want to share something with you uh, and and uh, pass uh, some thoughts along. Um, you know, I had an interesting situation a few years ago with a guy uh, who I grew up with, sort of went our own ways. I'm not even going to get into the what's, the why's, the how's, the where's. Um, and then that ended um, very recently. Uh, this is a guy I grew up with, you know, a- and because of situations in the world, you know, we sort of separated. Like, I'm sure maybe some other people have had to deal with that too, right? And it sucks because we allowed the social media thing to really do some damage to, to people with good hearts and good, good intentions that just didn't agree on things sometimes. That's just dumb. And um, it feels good to be able to sort of, you know, reconnect with somebody that I've known for, golly, 45 years. (laughs) And to move past all that stuff. Because, man, I don't know about you, but there's nothing worse, I think, than losing a friend. You know? It just, it hurts. Especially somebody you've known for so long. Jeez Louise. The reason I'm saying all of that is that something I've mentioned a couple times on here. I think forgiveness has to be part of our, our culture again. Because it just seems like everybody hunkers down in their belief systems now and they don't re-examine themselves. Or they don't re-examine what was said or what caused the situations. And they just become engulfed in this, this pride thing where it's all about me, 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 and how I feel and how I feel. Well, you know, that's not a good way to live, man. It's being angry all the time, being pissed off all the time, being snarky on, on social media. What is wrong with you? <laughs> why, why can't you find a little joy and happiness? Well, I'm saying find it. Please, don't live like that. You know, don't lose time with people that you care about. It hurts. It hurts losing time, especially get to a certain point in it. 
I am looking forward to seeing you all again Saturday early against Detroit. Looking forward to uh, maybe a win. It would be nice to get uh, another win, right? Beautiful weather, beautiful day, beautiful people. And that's what makes life work worth living, I guess, huh? Joseph Valla, host of the Center Forward Podcast. Man, I love you, truly from the bottom of my heart. That's how you fix the world. You have a wonderful uh, weekend, Friday and Saturday. Hope to see you Saturday, man. See you then. Thank you.